Hi, I'm Pastor Marco, and welcome to another great, exciting edition of Mentorship Gold. Today, with Pastor Shaiju. Thank you. Thank you. If you have landed on this video, and it is only your first time, I greatly encourage you to check out the other video series before this episode. You will be greatly blessed, encouraged, and unpack a whole lot on mentorship. For me, dearly, the whole Mentorship Gold series, Pastor, has blessed me greatly. There has been so many episodes that I had to rehear and unpack and rehear again for how much content it contained these videos. So if you haven't not checked them out, I encourage you to check them out. Today's topic will be dealing, in fact, on rejection from your mentor. So Pastor, I'll read you the first email or the first question from this young man. He says, my situation is this, Pastor Shaiju. I'm a young minister who used to travel and serve a minister who is now on an emerging prophet. I have known him for over seven years and he is someone I love and respect greatly. I used to feel like connected well and that we were friends. I'm still in contact and even see him from time to time, but it seems the relationship isn't just the way it was. It's almost like he doesn't like me anymore and silently criticizes me. This person is becoming more and more well known in the ministry world, but to me he's my friend. I don't want him to feel like I just want him to be around for the wrong reasons. Do you have any advice from reading this? Thank you so much for your time and consideration. Obviously, when we do a video like this, there is a lot of limitations in terms of um, we don't have that individual here with us. Yeah, to ask more questions. Or... We, we cannot get into the details of what led to what, how, you know. And sometimes a general answer does not do complete justice to the actual scenario of the situation. Mm. So keeping those limitations in mind, uh, I'm going to try and throw some light uh, and probably even introduce some general concepts of how to handle rejection uh, from a mentor. I believe our listeners will love that, Pastor. Uh, thank you. In any mentor-mentee relationship, one of the most dangerous parts of that relationship is when you enter into the stage of being a friend. Hmm. Now, the person who emailed us, he writes that, you know, he, he became a, he's a good friend. And now this man of God is getting busier, he's getting, uh, God is expanding him further. And then you see, it seems like he's distancing himself for whatever reason that only that man of God will know. Definitely. I'm not saying this is a problem, but I want to highlight something that uh, our general audience can be careful about. Is that any time a mentor invites you into a friendship zone, you're probably entering into a very dangerous zone. 
because when you when somebody that is above you in terms of understanding wisdom spirituality greatness etc is elevating you to where they are you have to pay a lot of diligence to that invitation especially because it is their greatness to invite you into their space into their world but the question you need to ask is do you have the greatness to be in the company of greatness do you know do you understand what is required to stand before greatness and these are details that many people don't pay attention to and this is the reason why many people don't last too long in places in relationships that god has opened for them one thing that i have noticed is how many times people think so highly of them that they don't pay attention to prepare themselves with an opportunity that is opened up to them so if you're looking at daniel in the bible that was an exile he was in chains and now he's getting an opportunity to stand before the king he has to learn the language of greatness in order to survive there so he had to change the way he functioned if you look at joseph the same story before he was taken to the king they brought him out gave him a quick bath gave him a shave his beard they fixed him up they gave him new garments because yes it is your gift that is making room for you but there was an apparel change that was required for him to access into new places incredible so if you're looking at the life of joseph you he's a slave throughout but god trained him at the potiphar's house giving the exposure needed and then what was god doing he was setting him up saying listen i'm about to take you into the palace but if you don't understand their culture if you don't understand their language because he was a hebrew boy now he had to learn the egyptian's language very very thing he picked it up by serving under potiphar under potiphar yeah so god was preparing him for greatness ah i feel the presence of the lord so sometimes when we don't prepare ourselves to enter into the place of greatness maybe it is the door that the lord opened but you will kick yourself out don't blame god for it now like i said it is not an answer directly towards this email but it is something that our people will benefit from so when you enter into the presence of your mentor whether it be a king 
or a humble man of God. Remember, you are entering into a place of somebody that God has blessed with extra information that can change your life. Learn their culture. Learn what. Understand the environment you are entering into. Jesus himself talks about it one time where he said there were people that were invited to a wedding. When the master came, they were not dressed for the wedding. And Jesus himself is saying that because their fashion <laughs> was not in par with, with the environment they were invited to, they were kicked out of the event. So when people say, no, all the God looks at the inside, yes, yeah. but he didn't, you're not living with God now, you're living with people. And God himself said, people looks at the outward appearance. So how do you carry yourself? So when you are invited into a friendship with a mentor, Jesus said, now I call you friends. Okay, so he's saying, I'm going to call you friends, meaning your title is changing. Not a position. Wow. By position, I'm still your master. But by title, you're my friends. So the, the imbalance happens is when somebody steps in and begins to take the position of friendship, when the only thing that was given to you was the title. And you start upsetting the card, the blessing God gave you. Wow. When I'm in my presence of my father, he is the most humble man of God, very down to earth, very free. But not for one second can I enter into a friend zone with him. Even though he's so warm, I have to learn that just because greatness invites you in, <laughs> you don't take advantage of it. Absolutely. It is the fastest way for you to exit your door of favor. So when I'm listening to that email, that part gives me a little, it, it makes me a little worried. Uh, I'm not talking about them again, I'm talking about me putting myself in their shoes and say that I would like to go back I would backtrack my steps every mentee should do that you have to backtrack whenever you are in the presence of greatness backtrack and say how did I behave hmm. did I overdo something sometimes when you are very free you talk too much Many times you cannot help people because you have one hour with them and they have been talking for 45 minutes. Mm. Backtrack and see what have I done that may have caused me to lose this access. And humility requires for you to correct it. Humility requires for you to go back and say, this is the helper that God sent me. Instead of acknowledging that God sent me an helper, I was trying to be buddy with him. So I missed some things. I said some things I shouldn't have said. I spoke too much. I became too ambitious. I started correcting him. Mm. Because he 
gave me the space of uh, a friend. I took my liberties more than I should and I started telling him how he should live his life. What his mentor should be speaking, I started. So look, trace your steps and say, where have I gone wrong? Now, if he is a mentor that is sensitive to the Holy Spirit, one beautiful thing about the Holy Spirit is when somebody repents, he does not hold himself to fault with them. That's that's real father. That's a real mentor. The thing that you could lose probably in that foolishness, if I can say that, is probably the most valuable asset that is time. But any time you repent of your ways, help can be restored. And there are ways to repent. Don't just repent with I'm sorry. That's definitely true. You'll do anything to restore that. In fact, sometimes the most powerful things that you can do is you could say, listen, I took your relationship for granted. Before I can address the possible problems of the mentor, I'm trying to address the possible issues the mentee could probably be facing in this situation. Starting with oneself first. Yeah. It's easier to point fingers. So let's start with our issues. The second thing that we must be most wary about is that sometimes God uses a mentor, a pastor, a prophet, a father in our life as the expression of God's grace and blessing on our life. Wow. And sometimes our sins our ignorance. We can do things that causes the favor of the Lord to be removed from us. If you do not honor the help that God has sent you, why should God allow this person to help you? So sometimes it may be a conversation that you had with your spouse in the kitchen and your man of God was not listening to it. When there was a voice of God, the presence of God that was listening to your conversation. Mm. So when you come back to your mentor, you find that your mentor is not connecting to you the way he was connecting to you before. And you're thinking, I didn't say anything to him. You didn't say anything to him, but you ignore the presence of God in him that heard what you think he didn't hear. Definitely an overlook we can do. I don't even want to go too much into that but uh, if I can just say look into your heart and say Lord favor comes from the Lord have I done anything that has caused the favor of the Lord to my man of God to leave me have I had associations in my life that dishonor his presence in my life hmm. my God So you have to look and see, have I done anything that has caused the Samuel in my life to not want to meet me anymore? The most painful verse, one of the painful verses in the Bible is when it talks about Saul and it said, till the death of Saul, he never saw Samuel again. 
What a tragedy. And this Samuel was the man that was supposed to help him to succeed the most. Yet his foolishness, his disobedience, his ego, his insecurities, his pride caused the prophet to say, I don't want to meet him again. And it was in fact God saying, I don't want to meet you again. And that was the destruction of Saul. In fact, for a long time he continued ruling. A long time he still was the king. Yet the favor of the Lord had passed by. Maybe never lose the helper that God mm. has placed in our life. Never. It's, it's the most. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. When God wanted to bless somebody, He sent somebody to bless them. So when your man of God comes to your life, to your house, to your church, to in your presence, it is the expression of God's presence touching you, speaking to you. Don't drive away that blessing from your life. Another thing that you can do is that you can bring these emotions and feelings of rejection to your mentor. But be very careful how you do it because you don't want to end up accusing your mentor of something that he's not even thinking of. So word it wisely in a way that say, hey, this is how I feel. Uh, help me in this area. Lest you lose your access with a situation that wasn't there in the first place. Uh, Bringing the matter to light, in other words, right, Pastor? Yeah, the, the way they need to do it is, is supposed to be like, you know, this is how I, I feel. Um, help me if this is my insecurity. In other I, words, vulnerability. Yeah, being vulnerable. But if I come in and say, hey, you did this, you did that, you did this. Accusing. Now you are working as Satan works. He is the accuser of the brethren. And then wow. you lose even more favor. Uh, so how you approach is, is a great deal of how healing begins in your heart. Let me give you another example. If you see Elijah and Elisha in their relationship, towards the end of his ministry, you will see Elijah telling Elisha, stay here for the Lord is calling me. Yes, I remember that. How many times did Elijah tell Elisha, stay here? I believe about four times. Four times. He kept saying, no, 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 God is calling Elisha kept insisting, he said, as the Lord lives, Mm. As you yourself lives, I will not stay here. If you look into the life of the prophet, you'll see he had first a servant who went after an offering. Then you'll see as a servant who goes after, uh, who stopped following because of her suffering. As soon as there was a threat of Jezebel, the servant left him halfway through. So you have men of God who's had servants that have walked away from them. Wow. So if you see a certain insecurity in a man of God, you're also looking at portions of areas where they've been hurt. So they're trying to defend themselves from being hurt. 
that is only a true mentee, a true son, that can bring joy in that area of a hurting father. And you can see that with Elisha, where he refused to let go of the man of God till the end. And there's a bunch of guys who could see that his time is coming to an end. And they all made fun of him. Yes, very true. In fact, they were known as sons of prophets. They're like, hey, hey, do you know that your man of God is going to be taken away? Do you know your, that it's coming to an end? He just said, leave me alone. Because instead of protecting that moment, here was a group of people that just wanted to show off that they had information that others didn't have. Yet, there was one faithful young man who said, I am with you till the end. Because if God sent me to help you in a season of my life, I'm not going to use you and throw you after that season. It will be my joy to take care of you. Even after you are a retired man of God. Wow, incredible. <laughs> even after your ministry is over. The day Elijah threw the mantle at Elisha, he was saying that now you are the prophet in town. But Elisha made a choice. I'm not following you for what I can get. I'm following you for who you are. So let's imagine that this scenario is right. Where that this man of God is probably feeling insecure. So then the question is, what did you expect? Did you expect him to be perfect? And every man, even your mentors, have their own areas that they are working on, that they are believing God to help them with. Absolutely. So if the Lord has allowed you to see a part of him that, was, that is not evident to others, that means God has given you access enough to see a side of him that others have not been able to see it. What would you do with that access? What would you do with that information? You've had the privilege of being able to see a side of him that others have not been able to see. All the more reasons why you need to honor him. All the more reasons why you have to be patient with him. Because remember, just as you are mentored, God is working on him. God is shaping him. I'm telling you, oh, there's a powerful verse in the Bible. It's Romans 14 verse 4. It says, Who are you to pass judgment on the servant of another? It is before his own master that he stands or falls. And he will be upheld, for the Lord is able to make him stand. Powerful. He's saying that who are you to judge this guy? Whether he stands or falls is up to his master. And he's able to strengthen him. He's able to correct him. He's able to. So you have, you have to be careful not to judge another master's servant. Wow. <laughs> so don't take the place of his matter. God is able to use them to help him. So then it comes to, at what point do you walk away from your mentor? If you study the life of David, he had 
a man of God, that very often threw javelins at him. Was it an easy one? It wasn't easy. See, we are all complaining about little jabs that our men of God take at us. But now this guy, he, he wasn't words that he used to jab him. It was physical force. Physical javelins, spears that was thrown at David. And all he did was he dodged them and continued playing. How often do we find ourselves pulling the spear and throwing it back at the king? How often? Very How powerful. often do we carry that spear around and say, look, this is the spear that my man of God tried to kill me with. But look at David's reaction. David just dodged the javelin. He continued. And went on playing, serving the Lord. Because he could recognize. And remember, I don't think we have it this difficult as King David because King David, he was facing a demon-possessed man. Definitely the stakes are high. Yeah, 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 yeah. He wasn't just normal mentor. He was a demon-possessed mentor, but he could smell the anointing of the Lord that was still on him. He was still anointed of the Lord. Didn't ship David. He said, listen, my man of God is going through his own insecurities. I stay my ground. At what point did he then decide to run. The day when he found out that he's going to be murdered, that if he stayed one more day in the palace, that tomorrow morning he will not see the day, the sunrise over him. Yeah. What does it mean in, 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 for us, in our situation? The day we need to walk out is the day when your spiritual life is under threat. Your spirit, you're, you're dying. If you stay under this man of God, your spirit man is going to die. If you stay under this man of God, he's going to turn you into a heathen. If you stay under this man of God, he's promoting sin. Not falling in sin. Promoting. promoting. If you stay under the man of God, you're going to lose your own salvation. That's the day. Pack your bags and run. But until then, everything that you go through, the Lord will turn it for your good. Amen. It will accelerate your promotion. Don't take the role of the judge because he has his own master. Don't judge him. He has a judge. Don't take his role. Incredible. <sighs> Much reassessment would definitely be needed after hearing that. We can't go too deep on a on an episode like this. So to just to to conclude, I'd say do everything to pass this test. Do everything with your life. There are too many bastards out there that have lost the helpers that God has sent. Hmm. I don't mean it in a bad way, but 
Absolutely. Those who don't have an identity. Yeah. There are too many people that have turned into a rebellion when they saw the flaw of their master, of their man of God. They said, I'm going to be his judge and jury and turned people against their man of God. Those are tears that their children and their grandchildren and great-grandchildren will drink because of wow. the sins of their father. Because they're taking the place of God. So don't fall into that trap. Don't fall into the spirit of Lucifer and turn a rebellion against your man of God. Remember, there's a God that is watching your response to your man of God. Probably this is the biggest test of your ministry. And as I speak, I pray that grace will come to you. Very important that you identify and clarify your relationship. Is it friendship that you're pursuing with your mentor? Or is he your mentor that you have submitted to? Then go and serve him with no expectations. Get out of the friend zone. It's very dangerous for you. It's harmful for you. You know, so change the way you speak to your mentor. Don't, don't have the friend lingo. There must be somebody in your life that you, you, you walk with that you will not turn into a friend category. I remember a man of God that, uh, that I respect. I told him, I said, Sir, I would love for you to be my friend. And he quickly said, no, 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 man of God. He said, that is not beneficial for me. Wow. Saying that I will not be able to receive from you as much as I can now, if I be your friend. Hey, I pray that we will become deep people of understanding. Wow, thank you so much, Pastor Shaiju. This has blessed me so much. And in fact, all our listeners here, if this has blessed you so much, please share on your social media platform. We would love to hear as well your questions. So please continue to message us and our dear pastor will try his best to get back to all of them. We will always have an exciting video released every Monday. So if you're not a subscriber, please hit the button subscribe right now. God bless you and see you next Monday.